And just like that, they buy it. They eat it up. You pander to them, you thank them. I mean, really. People, I thought you were a little bit smarter than that. I mean, it's just so easy wow. to say the name of the city. You cheer. Hey, oh, Stephanie, thank you. Stephanie, you just cheer. I just, mean, just come on. Welcome to the A Show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the A Show, a, a brand new season of the A Show with myself, uh, Justin Davis, and Mills, the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. This is the fifty-third episode. Thank you guys for joining us. What's Yo, going on, got, Mills? We got a theme song. Oh we got a God. theme song. That that's something people didn't expect. I told people we were going to be changing a lot of shit. So listen, listen, we got a theme song. It's produced by Amen. So shout out to Amen. You can shout out Amen. Me. You can follow him. Is Angel Amen Mendez, my guy. He he produced the Two Belts theme song. So if you listen to Two Belts, which is also on the RNC Radio Network, and you're familiar with that theme song, he produced that. So he's like a really dope producer, man. Like he's you know he's out here. He makes various styles. He's done a whole bunch of different things, man. Like if you if you need any beats, if you need any production, or he's like someone who's like he even he's an engineer too. Like he does pretty much everything. So um, make sure you follow. Amen, producer on Twitter. If you love our theme song, but yeah, I mean, I'm here. I'm chilling, bro. I'm, you know, it's been what a week thus yeah. far. Crazy week. They try to kill the Obamas. This is crazy. I just, <laughs> <laughs> yo, this is breaking breaking wrestling news. They try to kill the Obamas. I'm not. I'm not with it. So today has been very very wild. Um, how's things with you, sir? I am fighting through. I woke up this morning and my tooth is literally feeling like it's about to like burst my brain open. So I'm fighting through a really bad toothache. I don't know what it is yet. Um, but we're, we're going we're gonna to make it through. We're going to make it through because we have a special guest. Wait, talk about how many Motrin you're on first. He's off that Dean pack. I am, I am on six Motrin. It's probably not healthy to be on yeah, this, this much medicine. I'm really like... I'm lucid. I'm the mo- I'm the most lucid, more lucid than I've ever been. It's like when they cracked open Kurt Angle's head and stuffed mad painkillers in it, so he could <laughs> like like a Pez dispenser. <laughs> uh, but but uh, you know, I gotta fight through it because we have a special guest here. Uh, and I mean, what better than to have you know someone with so much knowledge about wrestling uh, as this person? And of course, we're talking about WWE Evolution that's com- that comes up this Sunday. We have Alexis Littlefoot on the show. What's going on, Alexis? What up? You are you are so sleepy right now. <laughs> I am. It's one thirty. It's one forty. Oh shit! It's one forty <laughs> in the afternoon. <laughs> Yo, oh my god! The the Wrestle Bay. That's what I mean. All right. So, what is Wrestle Bay? Is that like a movement, or is it just like a, a, a name? Like, if if you had like a Titan Tron, is it gonna pop up like right <laughs> under it? Like, what do? Nah, I I couldn't have that because there's already a, a professional wrestler whose wrestling name is Wrestle. Russell Bay, so I gotta really? let her have that. Oh yeah, yeah. So she's a black girl too, so you gotta gotta you go check her out. her out. Yeah. yeah, go 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 peep her too. She's dope. Um, 
But uh, it's a it's a movement, it's a wave, I guess, if that's what you want to call it. I mean, there's not that many waves in wrestling, so I guess I have like the first official wave. I guess. Absolutely. When when I talk about like, even when I talked about stuff like a couple months ago, like the Starcast stuff, I would bring your name up exclusively because I didn't. I there aren't many grassroots like movements that are built from not only just women, but just people of color. And you're like one of the only ones that, you know, that really stands out. I respect that too. I, I love that conversation by the way, cause people were hot. <laughs> I just love, I just love an opportunity to get people just hot on the internet. Yeah. And it was, it was like fresh off of, uh, I tweeted fuck Hulk Hogan and anybody that love him. So like <laughs> that was going on in my mentions and then the Starcast stuff was going on. It was just a lot and I I was just feeling it. I was talking hella shit to people. It just felt good. Uh w- one thing that that is really huge for you and I and I mean I don't think I congratulated you then, but congratulations to you now. You had a really huge, like kind of like a capsule collection of uh like the Pablo flip and you had one that oh, was a yeah. uh, I feel like Taker and uh, Sasha Banks wore the shirt. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's, that's my girl. I talk to her from time to time, like when I post stuff on Instagram. Because after she got, well, okay, so I sent a shirt to her homegirl Stella. Who shout out to Stella? Used, shout out Stella. Yeah, shout out to Stella. She's cool, Stella K. She used to be a makeup artist for WWE, which I didn't know mm-hmm. that at the time. Like I just knew she had this connection with. Uh, Summer Ray, who also wore the shirt, who's also a good friend. That was a Summer Ray. I love yeah, Summer Ray. She's like, she's she fucks with hip hop culture. Like she's she's just in the know. Like I really fuck with her. She just got a dope mind. I fuck with her. I talk to her like every single day. We trade memes because mm-hmm. that's also one of my favorite things to do is memes. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, Stella wore the shirt. She posted it on Twitter, and when she was posting it. Sasha retweeted it and commented, I need that shirt. My homie Cass, who now works for the WWE, shout out to Cass. Shout out Cass. Uh, commented me because I had no idea that this tweet was like this. Sasha even said anything. He commented me on that tweet. And I was like, yo, how do I get you a shirt? And she retweeted, she tweeted Stella. And I was like, well, and I uh, DM Stella and I was like, I'm about to send you another shirt to to your address and I sent it and it took a whole year for them to get together to do that shoot but I mean it couldn't be timed anymore perfectly I mean like at that time I was like I had ran out of money from dropping the shirt at first I still had shirts Mm -hmm. left over I was like trying to bang them out because it was like taking space up in my room I was trying to bang them out for 20 bucks and then like after she wore them I was only down to like 10 shirts left yeah and so i banged those out for full price that's awesome i, I, I went and changed the price like super quick i was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's it shout then, out to like, sasha people kept asking like when's it coming back and at that point it was like everybody was unsure of like if taker was really coming back or if he wasn't and like i'm that type of person where like the pablo wave was like really shaky at the time because that was when kanye was going through like his you did like just being weird and i was still like, doing ah. it he's still going through yeah <laughs> I, and i was like i don't know like the pablo wave is oh like to me it's over like i don't like to stay in you know i'm um i got a streetwear mentality like i don't like to yeah. stay in 
trends for too long, keep running a certain, you know, type of thing for too long. So it's like, nah, it's over with. It's over with. I'm not doing it no more. And then people started copying it. And then Taker came back at WrestleMania this year. And I was like, well, fuck it. I'm about to just do an updated one with 2018 on the back. And then after that, it's over. Like, it's completely over. If you didn't get one now, it's like, there's no reason for you not to. Because I did a pre-order. Like, yeah. all you had to do is come to the to the site and, and drop $30, $34, whatever it was. I did have an idea to do hoodies, but then I'm like, I'm over the Pablo wave. Like, I can't do anything connected <laughs> to Kanye right now. It's just too, it's too hectic for him. Rightfully yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and I mean, you you have a really deep connection with with uh, streetwear. Uh, you actually do work with Oneness in, in Kentucky yeah. as well. Shout out to Oneness. Yeah, I work at Oneness. I do. I do the social media for Oneness, and I I work there at the store. So, if you're ever in Lexington, need some shoes, need some kicks, come holla at me. I'll definitely, I think I'm going to probably swing around uh, Lexington maybe next year. So I'm definitely going to pull up the one. That's, that's one store I really wanted to pull up to. Bet. What's your favorite shoe this year? Your favorite sneaker uh, this year? Uh, shit. Uh, I ain't really got no shoes this year. Whoa. Oh, get out of here. You always got some uh, new shoes. I do <laughs> put shoes up. But like when I buy shoes, like I wear the same, like I shouldn't even be saying this, but I wear, I wear my Yeezy 500s like every day. Oh no! <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, fuck what Kanye's talking about. The Adidas got one of the most comfortable shoes shoes in the game right now. Like, the Easy 500 is the way. Like, even if it didn't have Easy on it, I would still buy it because the shoe's just that that comfortable. And it's not even Boost. It's Ortholite. I was shocked. I was like, Yo, Adidas been uh, been doing this in regular uh, general releases all this time. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. The shoe is hella comfortable. So I wear that shoe every day. The black one. Uh, I don't know. I I like the Alayli Jordan one. Oh, of course. Those are those are ever, those are like. I didn't get, get that dirty, shoe, but quick. I like it. Yeah, but I like the. Uh, I got the satin shattered backboards. So beautiful shoe, beautiful. Yeah. They did a, Nike did a lot for the women this year. They did a lot. They could have done more, but they've done a lot. <laughs> what What do you think? They well, Nike done has done a lot. Jordan could do more. I yeah, for sure. That. I think Jordan the, the could do a lot more. I think the issue with Jordan is that they don't really know how to make like a lifestyle sneaker that's not part of the actual number uh, Jordan line. Oh yeah, they're they're horrible. Like that Jordan yeah. React shit. This oh no, that's bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, oh, I, but man. hopefully in 2019 they they uh, they get it together. <laughs> but uh, let's let's get into No Holds Barred. And I think I mean there's nothing bigger to talk about this week other than what was announced on Monday. Uh, and I mean, this is obviously Roman Reigns revealing that he uh, has been battling with leukemia and it has returned. Um, this came literally out of nowhere for a lot of people. Um, I, I know a couple of people, you know, that were completely shocked by this uh, and didn't know until like maybe like right before the curtains opened for, for a Raw that night. Uh, Meals, Alexis, how did you guys feel about, um, you know, Roman Reigns uh, reveal of this on Monday night? God, um, man. All right. So usually I'll go through my experience of actually seeing this and watching this and everything like that. Um, usually I miss the first few minutes of raw because they tend to be the same thing over and over again. Um, and they show the same thing over and over again, but, um, I saw everyone, the first, you know, the first image I saw on Twitter was Roman Reigns in street clothes holding the title. And I was like, Oh, this can't be good. 
um, every champion in street clothes holding a title at the top of a show has never turned out good. Someone has had to drop. I mean, I've heard rumors of him being injured, blah, 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 blah. But then, you know, when he announced that he has leukemia, I was like, holy. I don't think it really hit me um, until probably the day after. Like, that yeah. th- that Roman Reigns is actually, like, like in terms of... And then I had to, like, do research on leukemia because I don't really know anyone who's been affected by leukemia, I'll be honest with you. But I had to do a lot of research in terms of just, like, what's the diagnosis? What's the prognosis? What's, like, what's the recovery? What's wh- What does it affect? Everything like that. And I'm just like, whoa, like, he is... Like it's the boots are hung up for like a while. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh my god, Alexis, what did you think? Yeah, it definitely threw me for like because all day I had been ta- uh, seeing on the internet and in the dirt sheets. Oh, Roman Reigns is injured. He's not going to be at Raw tonight, and this and the other. And so when he came out, I was like, and then he like you said he was in street clothes. I was like, ah, he's about to say he's got some type of shoulder injury and he's going to be out and whatever. And then he's like, I've been better. Um, My name is Joe. I was like, Oh, so we're really breaking fave. Like this is is about to be serious. And he said, I've been battling leukemia for 11 years. I was like, what, what, how do we not know about this and be like, it's back. What? Yeah. And and the the thing that shocked me, I was literally like on the way, like, you know, I'm on the West Coast. I get I get raw later. So I was watching it like with, you know, on Twitter with you guys. And I was like, 11 fucking years he's had this and nobody knew. No one would have never known. And that that part broke like it it broke me right there. I was like, dude, like because you kind of think about everything this guy's been through since 2014. Mm. Um, all of the hatred, all of all of that stuff. And I know that's not really like a big sticking point to, you know, the issue here now, but it's like, this is one of the most hated, but hardest working dudes in that company. Like right. m- most people can just get over just by talking or doing whatever. Like Kevin Owens, it's easy for him to get over or get booed. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns is just out there being himself and they fucking hate him. But this is someone who, who's had to work with all of that. And then between all of that, work with this Dehabilitating and terminal disease that he's had for years, like that shit, really, really got to me. Just how strong of a person he is. It's, right. it's kind of wild, considering just like how much he's actually, you know, it wrestled for like probably the past eight years, and how much he's actually done in and out the ring, and how much he's actually like. It's it makes a major imprint on sort of professional wrestling, and I don't think I don't think we fully realize it yet because. To me, this is like something that's just like this is the first time this has really ever happened. I've never seen like the face of the company really have to like step down. I mean, we've had situations like Edge and Daniel Bryan and you know a few others as well, but we've never seen like the guy. Like there there hasn't been a, a chance where it's just like John Cena's like I can no longer wrestle in the right. middle of his like run. I mean, Stone Cold himself, Stone Cold was going through some neck things as well, but he, he mm-hmm. walked away. Um, Hogan walked away. I, I don't think we've ever seen. I mean, I think the closest thing we'd probably see is Sean, um, who just like just couldn't do it anymore and had to. But at that time, it was there was a successor in Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. It's like, where do we go from here? <laughs> well, what took me back is I don't know if you guys remember the Tough Enough winner, Matt Capitelli. Oh, he yeah, did, yeah, he did work in OVW and he was pretty much on his way up to the, to the main roster and he got hit with brain cancer and 
he battled that for a very long time. And then he ended up being like a, a teacher, a wrestling trainer at OVW after that. But he never came back to the ring like professionally. Um, he always just stuck to, and then I think like within the last few years it came back and he eventually passed away like this year, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it just hits you like this is WWE's like top guy. There is no John Cena right now. He's, yeah. He's not what he used to be in, in the WWE. He comes back occasionally. He's now a part-timer. Like they just re- literally lost their locker room leader. Like I know the locker room's probably smacked right now. Like they don't understand what's going on. Like they just literally WWE just took one of the biggest hits they could have possibly taken at this time. At, at the worst time, like right before one of their big four. So Survivor yeah. Series, which I heard for all intents and purposes was going to be Roman AJ. Uh, that weekend that's gone mm-hmm. that's not happening uh right. right during mania season right before the rumble right before the main like roman main evented four wrestlemanias in a row that is a record right he's gone and and i and mean he was I, just about to main event crown jewel like and then he's gone like during literally right before the big four like right before survivor series right before Royal rumble uh right before like a lot of big, big matches and i mean he's main evented four wrestlemanias in a row you know, so I mean, and he's gone. It's crazy. And you know what? And it's also the the psyche as well, because when you have like, you know, something like leukemia, I think we've seen various situations. If we don't know someone personally, you know, someone who knows someone or, you know, someone who's been on TV, um, who's just been dealing with, you know, cancer or similar to this. And then it like, you know, you think you battle it and you think you've overcome it and then it comes back. It's just mentally, it's kind of just like, man, it, it's this is really tough i can only imagine what his family thinks and what himself what he's been going through over the last i mean supposedly he found out after raw last week and he wasn't you know he wasn't going through anything and i'm assuming in this time he's had you know uh, over the last couple days he has had time to come to terms with it and just like where are you going in his future and being able to you know spend more time with his family and being able to work on beating this but it's kind of it's very like disheartening and it's like it's 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 a bit demoralizing in the fact especially when this kind of comes out of nowhere and just hits you and it's back and you thought you beat it and it's just back so kind of you have to go through the entire process of you know trying to battle leukemia trying to overcome it again i mean I, i i know um i'm a you know i'm a huge mtv challenge fan and um dm brown was someone who mm-hmm. a number of years ago passed away to you know cancer, but she beat it the first time and then it came right. back and then she mm-hmm. you know beat it again and then it came back and it just you know it had an unfortunate ending, but it's something that just like continues to you know it, it it's just like you you're forced to be a fighter and it's just like why does this keep happening? But you know mm-hmm. what I think um, with Roman Reigns, I really think that he has so much support. And he has sort of everyone rolling, sort of, you know, getting behind them. I think even the WWE universe and it kind of it kind of changes the story of Roman Reigns. Now you think about it, I think um, Mm -hmm. um, I was reading an article. um, I think it might have been from Brandon Stroud, but there was also a great one written by the Masked Man as well. Um, but it, it, it kind of changes the narrative of Roman Reigns from here on out, because when you think of everything in the past and you think of what he was, you know, I, or just like what was then and then how he's coming back now, it kind of changes the Roman Reigns career arc, the story and everything like that moving forward. This is yeah, because major. 
because as sick as it is, it's like people always felt like he didn't earn it. Right. You know, and now they, he never had any adversity, but the story now it's like, he's always had adversity. He's been living with adversity for over a decade. Yeah. Uh, so it's possible that Roman will be out for at least two to three years here. Um, what, what's next? That's the thing. Like, what's the time? Like, usually when a, when like someone like can't, Kevin Owens gets injured, you you know when they're coming back. Yeah. You can put a timeline on, okay, he gets surgery now, and then it takes this long to heal. But now it's like there's no – there's a big question mark yeah. next to Roman. Right? Is it going to take two years, or is it going to take three years, four years? We might not see him for the next five years. Who knows? Right, right. And I, I looked at just kind of like a basic – prognosis of like how long treatment takes not even taking into account like physical therapy um they they say two to three years you know and that leads us into about 2021 2022 it's the what's going to be going on exactly exactly it's going to look like a very different company (laughs) right who knows what's going to go go down but who would you guys put as the top as as the guy now Seth Rollins or Finn Balor, I mean, you know, um, Mills does not like Finn Balor. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I like Finn Balor. I like Finn Balor. Relax. Um, I. <laughs> it's just you know I'm trying to think from Vince's shoes in terms of what he would go with because he really likes people who are sort of like larger than life that kind of pop off the screen and kind of like um, just have that sort of star quality where like even someone in the front row and even someone in the background know. If, if if you're in the front row at a WWE event or you're in the, you know, the nosebleeds all the way in the background, you know that guy's a star. So yeah. it's kind of like I'm thinking from just like his prototypical, you know, mindset of who he probably thinks is the next star. I have no doubt in my mind that Seth Rollins and Finn Balor are workhorses. And you need those sort of supporting characters as well to sort of help to maintain and keep the entire show rolling and things like that. They definitely have a role on the show, but as far as the guy, oof. Um, Cause immediately coming up, we know that Roman's probably uh, probably not Roman. But we know that Braun's probably getting that title. Yeah. The- Most likely. Of yeah. course. Yeah. But from there, I don't think, I don't think Braun will hold that title past December. Honestly, I don't, they, yeah. he does not need that title at all. I think that would actually hurt him because he needs to lose to have that title. <laughs> it needs to, right. like they're, and they're not going to book him like Brock. So I think afterwards, I mean, I would have I would honestly have Seth or Finn win the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And and go on to do the thing or or do like a do a triple threat or four way at Mania. The thing is we never got to see what Finn and Seth were really going to do cuz Seth immediately or Finn immediately got injured. Yeah. When he won, like the title, and immediately the very next day had to forfeit the title. So, I think, I mean, you go back to your original plan. I mean, we, I, you know, you got that the storyline still sitting on the table. You ain't used right. it, so. right? And 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 we'll talk about it uh, on Raw a little bit later. But I mean, I, I do think that I mean, what we got at the end of Raw will probably carry us into uh, New York next year. It's yeah. crazy how much of a void it makes, though. Right. Yeah, like, you're right. It's a major void because, like, I don't think they've been – I mean, Roman Reigns is the guy, and it's not like someone who's just, like, the guy who's, like, waning out like a John Cena over the last couple of years. He was, like, the guy who's probably going to be the guy for the next decade. Right. So it's kind of like, literally, you look at the Raw roster, it's like there's a major void in terms of just, like, 
star power. Like Roman Reigns may not have been liked, but he was major star power. And him having the championship, you know, built on that as well. I mean, we we have we have Dean Ambrose, we have Seth Rollins. I I really think that they need someone to fill this void. I don't know if it comes from it's it's very big shoes. I mean, it's very. I mean, Roman Reigns is a distinct character, like Mm -hmm. very distinct. Is you can't put somebody in that place and just like put somebody in his character. You just can't just throw anybody into that role. Right. No matter what. So, I mean, do you call somebody older back? Like, do you try to just fill it with, you know, nostalgia or do you try to bring somebody up from NXT and, and mold them into being, filling that role long-term? I, I, WWE has a, a very large task. Yeah, Raw is going to be very. Remember how weird Raw was uh, a year ago? <laughs> yeah, I mean, quite honestly, I'm looking at it and I'm just like, do we, do we bring AJ Styles from SmackDown to Raw, considering he's the top guy on SmackDown to sort of fill that void on Raw, and then be you know build someone up on SmackDown? Like, what do we? But then I feel like you're playing hot potato with with AJ Styles. AJ Styles just came from Raw. Now you're then to SmackDown. Now you're sending them right back like it's just it's too much i feel like aj has already established himself as smackdown's guy like that's like yeah that's like taking edge when he was in his prime to raw oh they were good on doing that yeah (laughs) they're good on that but it still made SmackDown weird, remember? Like, SmackDown was no longer really interesting to watch after you plucked the the top guy from from SmackDown. From SmackDown and Brock. And sent on a Raw. Yeah. Nobody was watching SmackDown again at that time. And then you yeah. had to take Batista and put, put Batista over there to, to rebuild that, that, sh- that shit back up. Like, yeah. I just don't think – I think at this time they've already drawn the line in the sand between – SmackDown mm-hmm. and Raw, that if you try to do that, it'll just go back to being the dark ages of SmackDown and they're in a they're in the midst of moving SmackDown to another network what, next year? Is it next year? Yeah. 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 It's just too much. Like it's this really happened at the worst possible time that you could think of for WWE because you now at this time, I mean, I think a draft a superstar shakeup will come up what after after Survivor Series, before the Royal Rumble, maybe? Well, I did hear that that was a possibility, but I heard this before Roman uh, Yeah, I heard this before, too. I heard and this. I think that from there, you make a change of the shuffle, and I think that changes takeover next month, if that's the case, if it's going to be one of the guys that I think it's going to be. And again... You gotta make a guy. I, I feel like Seth and, and Dean, yeah. they're they're good, they're good dudes. Like I think feel like they're great. I feel like in, in any case, they'll have the universal title at some point within the next year and a half, two years or whenever. But I think it's time for you to make another guy and you gotta make him right right now. But I don't know if Braun's the solution. No, I, I yeah. Bobby Lashley might be the solution. Like you just don't know. I mean, Bobby Lashley yeah. did I mean have his thumb on the company for before he left way back in the day. Mm. They was they was they was using the shit out of Bobby Lashley back in the day, and don't say they wasn't. 
Yeah, they, they were. were. Yeah, but nah. <laughs> That's what I would say. I would just <laughs> say that. Nah. They, they trying to work him out with they Leo Rush. Work. and trying, they, they trying to maneuver over the fact that we don't really like his voice and he can't really talk that well. But, and all of that are qualities you need in someone who's going to be the guy in the company. Uh, they made Roman the guy and everybody didn't like the way he talked. You're going to either like this person or you are you you not at this point. Like you gonna, At this point, WWE has no choice but to give you. You're going to take what you're going to get. Like, yeah, we well, they backs against the wall. You just gonna well, have to hate it well, or luckily, love it. Luckily, the Bobby now isn't the Bobby in 2009, and he's not the Bobby when he first got there. Exactly. exactly. I, I think Leo has helped him out a lot. I just don't like, like I said this a couple weeks ago. I don't think that Bobby is as over as uh, you know, they think I thought he that is. he yeah. was gonna be coming back. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's very true. That's very true. Some of these people that you bring back from TNA or UFC or whatever. That you think that they're gonna have because people were in motherfucking message boards in in 2010 telling you to bring this person back, but then it was like when you bring them back five years later, it, it don't have that same effect as it would be in 2010. I I just think with Bobby Lashley, he's so like he's so a model of. Like he came up directly after like the John Cena, uh, mm-hmm. Randy Batista. Orton, Batista wave. So he's right. like an archetype of that era, and that right. era is gone in my opinion. Like it, it's become wrestling has become so the modern you know wrestling that was like from fifteen years ago to now is more in the lines of like a, a Seth Rollins or a Dean Ambrose and sort of the fast movements and you know how you pick that up and just like not looking like an you know the prototypical star. He's such like a like large muscular angry guy which is yeah. like pretty <laughs> right. much where everyone everyone uh, when they talk about everybody Randy, ma- everybody makes a scene of oh well we ain't never gonna see no black no black champion no black. so you this can't you can't you can't have that same argument and then be like well bobby lashley's not the guy like <laughs> I, I, i'll take biggie over big but my thing is okay so this is what i was gonna say so mm-hmm. Do you ever think we're going to see Biggie versus Bobby Lashley? Now, would you not? Now that I bring it up, would you like to see it? Whew. Absolutely. Okay, I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. Okay, then. So, but you can't say, oh, you can't put Bobby. Uh, I want a black champion, though, but I'm about to be picky on the black champion that I want. Like, <laughs> oh, well, no. All right. Well, all right. No, we're not going to do that. I love this. Hey, Alexis, thank you so much. No, all right. Yeah, hold on, you hold can't on. do that. You can't do that. That's just something that I I personally, as a, a black woman, I can't be like, uh, well, I don't, everybody knows I don't really jigs with Alicia Fox, but I can't be like, oh, we ain't going <laughs> to see no. We're we going to see the same two, Naomi, Naomi and Sasha, be be champions, and then Alicia Fox gets her gets her time to shine post divas championship era and i'm not gonna be happy i'm gonna still be happy but i don't i'm not gonna be like oh i'm the biggest alicia fox fan but i am gonna be happy that a woman of color is that's other than the top two choices that they have is getting her shot that's the same way you can't be like you're right You just can't. It just that's just not how he goes we got cheer for our black people we don't they don't really get that many opportunities there this is true roman reigns is gone they don't know what to do if it's Bobby and it's Bobby the Bobby Finn program, I'm cool with that. Okay. I'm fine. That. I'm fine with Bobby Finn. Uh, let's let's run into Crown Jewel real quick um, before we get into Evolution and a little bit NXT talk. Uh, what's what's the feeling going into this show? I know it's I know it's in a week. I'm not really sure meals how we should cover this show, and that's what I wanted to bring up. I'm not watching it. 
Um, you're uh, and why wouldn't you watch it? Um, no, I'm just not. Okay. All right. Just with all the stuff that's going on in Saudi Arabia, and now it's like, come on, dog. Like you, you tried to but dust it under the rug and say, "Oh well, he ain't die here. We don't know what's going on." But then now, all of a sudden, you changing your story, talking about, "Okay, he did die here. He died in a brutal fist fight." But now it's like y'all got a body double that y'all just had on standby for this man to come. He was there picking up a marriage license. Like, what are y'all talking? Like, yeah. all this shit sounds. Bu- all this shit sounds like bullshit. I don't care what nobody says. No, you're right. Dead. I mean, Everybody's dead ass wrong. Yeah, everyone's Turkey, wrong. Turkey need to come up off of what they know. Yes, and sir. <laughs> everybody just needs to. Money can't buy. Like everybody just can't be bought. I don't care what what the situation is. I everybody feel like talking like about them- WWE needs to do it because now that you see what Saudi Arabia can do to one of their own, what do you think they can do to somebody on the roster? I said, boy, if you think they gonna motherfucking pluck uh, AJ Styles and keep him hostage in motherfucking <laughs> from nowhere, thinking, oh, we want our wrestling. Like, it's not, okay, it's that serious, but it's not that serious. They not about to tie Triple H up and, and beat his ass until WWE <laughs> comes to Saudi Arabia. That's just not realistic. It's just not going to happen. Oh this, is a, this, is a, these are, this is a billion dollar company. Like This is a billion dollar company. I think, you know what? I WWE's think- not stupid. They know what they're doing. They know they 100% know what they're doing. I think, you know what? To me, if they really um, weren't sure about going, we would have known by now. Yeah. I still think they're still not sure. And well, tickets know, aren't on sale. Tickets aren't even on sale. And yeah, no tickets are no longer on sale. To, uh, but I didn't even know where you could buy a ticket. You know, I'd never even heard of buying tickets the first one. I really thought it was uh, just a bunch of people. Yeah, I couldn't. I looked because as soon as they said DX coming back, and this is before all that news broke, I was like, "How much is a ticket to Saudi Arabia?" Because I would have been in the building for that one. But then I was like, "Nah, I don't know how they feel about black people over there." So, um, (laughs) but I feel like just in general, like I, I feel like we would have known if they up to now. As I'm saying this now, it's two eleven p.m. on Wednesday. We do not know the status of crown jewel it could change within the next 24 hours you know as before the oh, show Oh, they're definitely going they're definitely uh, going i feel but i don't they're know. for sure going they're going know. they're going they are i, I read something of jbl or something somebody was talking on something. I, i've heard people do and not JBL want to go said, yeah and he said that vince i mean even after like the 9-11 episode that vince gave everybody option you can show up if you want to show up if you want to go you want to go like they definitely had the people that want to go are clearly going because they booked <laughs> they booked for matches so you see who wants to go and who's not going so yeah what, what's weird is that cena said he's not going but they haven't done a replacement for him yet so uh and dan and brian doesn't want to go right. Yeah, Dead Brian doesn't right. want to go. So as as they should, they they should um, definitely not go. I think I you're, think now that Roman Reigns is out of the picture, you need to show like somebody in that locker room needs to so, have a sense of leadership. Like right. I think Sami Zayn didn't go to the last one out of respect because he's Syrian and yeah. they got whatever type of beef. But <laughs> whatever type of beef is just hilarious I, to say. That's like, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what's going on over there. Like, I, you never know what people is really on until they really own it. Like, I don't. Yeah, yeah. 
That's a shirt. That's a shirt. That is a shirt. shirt. You don't know what people really on until they really on on it. it. I don't know. Like I don't feel with none of them foreign ties. I don't try to step on none nobody's toes because it's too much going on in the world and. It's I understand crazy. why WWE wants to fulfill that contract obligation, but apparently they got a contract that extends like another two years, so they need to figure they don't either send the money back or do whatever y'all got to do because this is not. Like, I know a lot of Americans that are just like, I'm not watching it. Like, yeah, right. They I, 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 I don't blame them. I, don't I watched blame them the at all. I, I watched the last one. The last one was great. You know, but I, I know a lot of people that didn't watch the last one because of the whole women's situation that they didn't have women on the card and they're doing a lot trying to fight for women's rights over there and it just ain't right and it's a lot of wrongdoing so may i actually I, how I, you I, feel about that because like we've, we've talked about it from our perspective but we haven't really had a woman's perspective on sort of how you feel about that because we've talked about it and we're just you know in my opinion i'm just like i mean it's sort of the country's stance and i think there's nothing they can do about it now except not do it. Yeah. But the thing, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I want you to finish so I can grasp what you. So okay. I'm trying to, um, it, it, it's, so the two options are just don't do the show entirely, which I can see is just like, yo, just don't go to Saudi Arabia if the women can't come or, you know, build your, uh, I'm thinking they're thinking from the WWE standpoint, let's say we're building our mark in Saudi Arabia. So, when we eventually come back and we can have, you know, they can have their time, they can have their time and it's going to be a major thing. That's what I think. Here's the issue. Uh, I think that in order to make a country like that, that is so set in their ways, because this is like, this is a, a lot of on top of the government and, and the laws issue. This is a religious is issue too because these are some religious beliefs being mixed in with how the way their country works so i don't i think in order to create change you have you kind of have to bully it in there you can't say that you're in the midst of a, a women's revolution and then leave women off the card and have an all man's pay-per-view but then try to turn around and try to make it right with an all women's pay-per-view in the middle of bumfuck nowhere so mm-hmm. uh shout out to the nassau coliseum I really not. thought I was gonna go, and then I couldn't figure out how to maneuver. No, nowhere. So, quite honest with you, Nassau Coliseum. I was like, eh, n- not really. Like, if they, if they had, you know, went for someone, just any place, any place bigger, I would have yeah. Miami, somewhere else, New York. I don't even care if it wasn't in New York. I would have been, I would have been great. But Nassau yeah, I don't Coliseum. understand why. Like, it's there. I don't. And they're just gonna have to do better next next year. But. uh mm-hmm. Uh, I just feel like you gotta. Obviously, y'all have good communications if they they want you over there. And I mean, they showed women in the the like previews, little inner like before the match previews and stuff, and they were cheering just as loud for the women on the screen that than the men in the building. Like, I don't right. understand. Like, I mean, you want to respect people's beliefs. You definitely don't want to step on toes, but it's obviously got to be a conversation. They just did the first, when Sasha and Alexa were in the first women's match. Where where were they? I can't. They're Dubai. They were in Dubai. I believe. In Dubai, like that's changed. Like I'll, I'm pretty sure a lot of people didn't like that, but it's still changed. Like you can't, you can't, you just can't. I don't know. 
uh, you just can't you just can't have have things both ways you but i have a lot of different feelings on the wwe and their women's revolution anyway i feel like it's complete bullshit so oh boy we're, we're gonna get in that uh just a second when we talk about evolution the pay-per-view uh but next week i think mills i think we we i i i think we kind of like we talk about crown jewel but i don't think we should make it a major focal point of the show next week uh, it doesn't I, need to be i agree um let, let's talk about nxt really quick uh alistair black returned last week um and you know they're 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 saying they're going to reveal the person who who attacked him tonight on the show. I believe from the spoilers they do. I don't know if you guys read the spoilers. Uh, I, let's not spoil it for everybody. Sure, actually, it'll be now out by tell, now. Somebody out. tell me. See, somebody tell me who did it because I don't watch really watch NXT. I'll, um, um, by the time this comes out, NXT will be out. Um, if, you did? know what? Here's a, here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do, Justin. Who did it? No, just tell me. Yeah, hold on, hold on. We're gonna say. We're gonna say. We're gonna, we're gonna say. Hold on. I'm gonna put on a timer. I'm okay. gonna put on a timer. One minute. Okay. One minute. This okay. gonna be spoiler thing. If you do not like it, just skip over it. Yeah, skip over just, this one minute. Just skip over this one minute and rock. Uh, they're saying it's Johnny Gargano. Okay. So uh, is, that, is that who it is there? Uh, but they, they haven't explicitly said we don't, because you know, when the tapings, we don't know what they tape backstage, but they, the Johnny Gargano comes out, he, he super kicks Aleister Black and puts on a hood, which implies that he did it. Uh, and for the rest of the tapings, uh, that's pretty much the storyline. I don't know if there's going to be a match at TakeOver because they haven't announced it, but... Um, I think that that's fine. What, what about you, Mills? Um, I'm interested in where this goes from here because everyone already kind of hates Johnny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and this doesn't do him any favors. So, yeah, we, it, it kind of so makes... what happened? Because the last NXT I went to was in Chicago. So why, what happened from there to there that... Alistair was attacked because he had a he had an injury he had a groin injury so he got a, he had attacked and they had to basically he had to drop the title because he was right. uh, he was hurt and um, Champa has the title now yes all right we're in a spoiler free zone now all right spoiler free zone so yeah Champa has the title because Alistair was hurt and they for the past two months they have been trying to figure out who did it it's been like the biggest who done it in NXT history I've, I've actually liked the storyline yeah uh, I like that I like that one I love Let's, a good who done it. A good who done it, man. Who ran over Stone Cold Steve Austin? And hey, then man, no, that was not a good. That was not a good. That was not a good. That was. I mean, that's better than who's Vince McMahon's son. You know what I'm saying? Or like, who blew up the limo? The limo. <laughs> or who lifted hey, that, the contract? Hey, that would have been fire, though. That would have been fire. I really still to this day want to know who did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> not for like something like there needs to be like a WWE 24 on it like now to let us know who the fuck was supposed to be the one who did that shit because I need to know like I was a kid then and I, that really hurt me uh let, let's get into WWE evolution we're just going to run some predictions off uh it is emanating from <coughs> uh the Nassau Coliseum there we are uh, let, well, listen, SummerSlam 2002 was in the Nassau Coliseum. <laughs> if there's anything that redeeming to the Nassau and Coliseum. And I'm, I'm, I guarantee you that it wouldn't be back there ever again. Since <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let's get to the first match. And this is a this is a very hotly contested. I'm pretty sure, Alexis, you have a opinion on this as well. It's a six-woman tag between Sasha, Bailey, and Natalia versus the Riot Squad. Uh, they've been going back and forth for at least the past six months, probably oh all of them. Uh, and I'm bored. Yeah. Uh, so they had to put them on the card somehow. Uh, while I'm glad they're not in a battle royal, 
I think Sasha's glad she's not in a battle royal. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I'm glad they're not in a battle royal again. I am a little not confused, but I'm just like, ah, like they could have done something better with this, but it's like, I get it, you know? And, um, I mean, this match is obviously made. I think that this is going to be one of those, like make the crowd happy matches. I think the, I think the the team of Sasha Bailey and Natalia are going to win this. I'm probably going to go with Sasha Bailey and Natalia too. I don't know. I don't really care about the match. (laughs) Yeah. It's a, you know what? They should make it elimination style. I think that's how you make the match a little bit more exciting, quite honest with you. Hmm. Then you have Sasha oh. probably being the final woman standing and beating the whole Riot Squad by herself. <laughs> all they do I'm going with the Riot Squad on that one. Okay. I mean, Riot Squad has momentum. How do you feel about the Riot Squad in general? Uh, I used to not really like them, but now I do. I don't really like Sarah Logan, but. I don't think anyone does. <laughs> all right, Just because, like, it's a Kentucky thing. First of all, she's not from Kentucky. She's from Indiana. One. Two, we do not act like that here. I maybe in some parts <laughs> of Kentucky, they eating squirrels and doing all that hunter type shit, but... That is not a direct reflection of everybody in Kentucky. I just want to let everybody in the world know. Oh, my God. So that's what it's about. It's Kentucky beef. Whoa. She's not from here. Kentucky. She's from Indiana. Okay. They could have still made her her character. Indiana is a little bit more country than we are, but everybody just assumes that Kentucky is just, <laughs> <laughs> just country as fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could see it. So, um, Riot Squad, and then we're going with Sasha Bailey, Natalia. Yeah. What do we got next? Uh, we have up next the <laughs> the women's battle royal, which no one is happy with. <laughs> I don't think anyone is literally even the people in the match as as the match was being announced. They all didn't the know. women, everybody kept posting memes. That was funny. That was funny because they were just like, "Yo, for real, we doing another battle royal again." The best part of it was Naomi coming out and like, "Well, I never got my title match from the last battle royal." <laughs> <laughs> never got a title match trophy hasn't been shipped to her house yeah she really... was this is not having it no i and i agree listen women's battle royal um it's pretty much i mean you could i think if you look at maybe like the last like 15 wrestlemanias and count yeah. how many battle royal or lumberjack matches they've actually had you end up seeing like the bulk of them usually happen to me this is kind of like a very like we want to get everyone on the card, but we don't have time on the show to make everyone, you know, their own separate, yeah, <laughs> separate things. So they're like, we're right. putting a battle royal together and we're going to have some, something old, something new, something, you know, black, something borrowed. Blue. Yeah. yeah. Something borrowed, something blue. And then boom, boom, boom. There we are. Um, but, who wins I mean, this? Stakes <laughs> is the a championship shot in the future. That's the stakes. There but, was a championship shot in the last battle royal they did too, and that shit ain't happened. So and we're also three not, months away. You. We're also three months away from the fucking Royal Rumble. Right? Why wouldn't you just say that for now? We just say it like now. This is how. I t- okay, I told y'all this motherfucking women's revolution was bullshit. Didn't I tell y'all? <laughs> Listen, 
This is how you know that the women's revolution was complete bullshit. Y'all was not worried about being in the midst of a women's revolution and this, that, and the other, and taking and rechanging the divas title into women are superstars and they're equal. Because y'all remember what AJ Lee said: "Where's our equal pay at? If mm-hmm. if everybody's so equal, why don't we get paid equal?" Yeah, same shit here. You can't. First of all. There was a lot of women fighting for rights in every other sport. You had Serena and Venus in tennis, and you had uh, oh girl, what's the girl that plays golf? I can't even think her name. Fuck. No, uh, uh, WNBA as well too. Yeah, and then you got the w, girls in the WNBA fighting for equal pay and and all that shit going on down there because they get paid less than what a fucking teacher gets paid. So wow. That's ridiculous. Oh yeah, my homegirl. Uh, she plays in the WNBA. She's like, yeah, we making like twenty five bands a year. I said, oh shit. Oh, nah, shit. That's, oh my god. I said, oh shit. That's not worth it. Uh, she said, yeah, I'm taking my talents overseas. I was like, shit, I feel you. But uh, yeah, W WNBA is on some bullshit. But uh, yeah, you had all these other sports of women standing up for what they had going on. You, had, I mean, Ronda was killing it in the UFC at the time. And then now all of a sudden w- WNBA or WWE, my bad is talking about, Oh, we're about to have a women's revolution with the same six girls that we always had on TV. That's just some bullshit. I think that they have made, I mean, other than I, I get you that it is, it is big PR. It is big PR. Right. I think that these are small steps. I think we could all agree. This is a small step, incredibly small, small for some Small step. This is not even a. This is not even a step off the curb. Well, a pay per view and, and four women defended on the show. I mean, it, it it is like a step in the right direction at least. I mean, it's, it's more. A, it's a turn in the right direction. They looking in the right direction. They ain't it. They ain't what, walking what in the right you, direction. What would you? What did? What would you want out of it? My thing is, if you're gonna call a pay per view evolution. Then there, there needs some to be some evolution. There should be no reason that now all of a sudden Nikki and Brie wasn't really worried about coming back, but now all of a sudden because they were content with their reality shows and being in People Magazine for breaking up a tired ass relationship that we knew wasn't gonna work in the first place. Uh, I know that's right. Now, you, now you're worried. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Like now you're worried about being being back in in the WWE. All of a sudden, wow they're doing an all-women's pay-per-view. Like, it's all strategic. Like, the the Bella Twins was content with Total Divas and Total Bellas, even though they hadn't been on TV in over a year, almost almost a year and a half. Like, now... But now, Nikki Bella gets pushed all the way up to, to getting a title shot against Ronda Rousey, who's only been in the WWE for, what, six months? Who shouldn't even have the title in the first place? Oh you know, wow! You feel, like she should, you feel like she shouldn't have it. You're being ridiculous. <laughs> the, you, the way they brought her in, she said that she's gonna work for her title shot, and then two months later, she's getting a title title shot. What are you talking about? What are you? You you can't I even y'all y'all not even serious. Y'all not even. I don't even take none of none of that shit that's going on serious. I'm not. I'm not. I can't. I can't. I wouldn't. I'm anybody that paid their money to go see that. That's on you, but I I can't I can't support that. I just can't. That is bullshit. 
it's really bullshit. You can't have a woman come in talking about, I respect everybody. I ain't going to step on no toes. I'm going to work for my title shot. Is it? Hey, but you know, that's up to the bookers. That's not really up to her. I'm not saying it's up to her. I'm saying the bookers is also the one who wrote them tired ass lines talking about she's about to earn everything that she's got. (laughs) This is a, this is, this is big energy. make Make the shit match up. I hate I one thing I really hate with WWE is like when y'all write some shit in the script and then the actions and the booking doesn't match up to what y'all said six months ago in the script like I hate that shit that irks me because I'm like a very detail-oriented type of person so I remember shit promos that was cut when the fucking feud was first taking off and then we see the see the shit that they was not talking about at all going on. Like, if if that was the case, you should have kept the title on Alexa Bliss and had Alexa Bliss versus Trish Stratus. Like, what the fuck happened to that? Uh, like the card, the card was all right, and I I know Alexa got injured. I and I don't even fucking like Alexa Bliss, and I'd oh, rather let's, let's see get her. to that. Let's let's get to that. Let's oh get to that match. God. Let's get to that match. Well, who do you think is going to? Who do you think is going to win the battle? battle uh, <laughs> you got way off course. Uh, yeah, I got shit. Y'all shouldn't have asked me to say nothing. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, shit, if y'all want to make it right, give it back to Naomi. But I know it's probably not going to happen. That's fair. I, I, oh, think yeah. she has, I think she has a good chance of winning. I think she's she probably my top chance. three. Yeah. She has a really good chance of winning. Yeah. Either that or Oscar. Oscar's probably going to win. But Big Oscar mark. So, uh, you saying Oscar? I'm saying Oscar. I'm saying Mandy Rose. Huh. Oh, God. Okay. Definitely not no evolution if she wins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying Mandy Rose. I'm just I have to go against like the top two. I think those are the top two choices. Uh yeah. let's might as well bring Eva Marie back. Oh fuck. No, please. Um let's same, get, same same wave. Let's get into that tag match that we kind of just brought up a couple seconds ago. Trish and Lita versus Alexa Mickey. Obviously, this started off as Trish and um it started off as Trish and Alexa. I've I've heard that Trish pushed for the tag match. Um, but it, yeah, of course, she probably doesn't feel safe. But okay. <laughs> oh my god, this is buddy. These are big bars. This is why I asked Alexis to be on the show today. Uh, who do you think is going to win this match? I, th- I think this obviously this is another send the, send the fans home happy match. Uh, I think Trish and Lita, the legends, are probably going to win this one. Definitely. I think the real question up in the air is: Will Alexa even be able to compete in this match? Yeah, yeah. that's a that she was tweeting uh, fingers crossed emojis earlier. So let's hope let's hope that. She don't. It's kind of crazy. You know what? When they first announced Trish Stratus versus Alexa Bliss, I think everyone initially, their interest peaked for evolution because it's like, oh, we're getting like women from the past versus women of current. And it's kind right. of like... A, and everybody a of, thought every match was going to be like yeah, that. it was going to be yeah. like a set of dream matches. Even the girls on the roster believe it was going to be, they were, you know... Uh, Bailey's like, oh, you know, I want to face Ivory, Ivory or right. something along those lines. Um, and then Sasha- they go uh, wield uh, Ivory in um, on Battle <laughs> oh, Royal. That is crazy. Oh my God. But they, I mean, so I think initially that piqued everyone's interest and it kind of, from where, you know, it ended up going here, I think there's going to be a lot of competitive matches nonetheless. I think this match is the attraction match. Um, considering Trish and Lita are probably two of the most, you know, iconic female wrestlers of all time. Yeah. Um, and and they're going up against Ale- Alexa and Mickey James. Mickey James is just, you know, someone who can work in the ring, Alexa Bliss, someone who right now got to be um, 
one of the top women in the company, honestly. Held both titles, has done it for was on top for like 18 months or so. Um, just you know, it's it's a dream match. It's interesting to see what'll happen in this match if Alexa can even compete because whose dream is it though? Whose dream is it? I mean, it's a clash of eras. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like okay, it, but it's not Alexa's dream. Alexa's dream because she didn't it, watch Ale- wrestling. Okay, she said she admired Trish Stratus. She did she probably she, when she got into NXT and figured out who the fuck Trish Stratus was. That bitch ain't know who the fuck Trish Stratus was in, in 2007, and I know that's fact. But you, but wouldn't you, even if you idolize someone, wouldn't you still want to face them? Like I would, if I, you know, if I had a mat, if I was a wrestler right now, and even if I saw, if I became a fan of like Edge, just like twelve months ago, I'd be like, yo, I really still want to wrestle Edge, and I'm like, that's huge, I'm- fair. But you can't be walking around talking about that you've loved Trish Stratus all your life since you was this year old and. You got you, your mom put you on punishment for doing the DX shop <laughs> when you was in and shit. That's a fucking lie. Like, like, don't try to boost yourself up. Like, you've just always loved this business. Like, I'm like I, now I'm like the Sasha rumor. Like, yep. like Sasha That's said, <laughs> don't be trying, don't don't be trying to 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 try to make people love you and feel like you was uh you you was this this and this in school because you liked wrestling and this bitch. That's a whole fucking lie. You was picking on the same girls that that the two girls that went to school with you, me and this girl named Cat. Oh wait, you know Alexa. You know Alexa. Yeah, I went to fucking high school with her for two years. Oh, oh wow. Oh, come on, dog. Like all that shit's a fraud. All right, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's a fraud. That's fake. I, I ain't gonna Hilliard Davis in high school. Y'all can look it up. I ran track with her. <laughs> she was on I was on dance team. She's on cheerleading team. Oh, this big our football, team, our football team won state championships a year my fr- my fucking freshman year, two thousand ten, or tw- uh, my bad, two thousand six. Come on, can now. we keep can we can we can keep this on the record? I just want to be clear. Keep it we on keep the this record. On the record. This is okay. facts. I already posted pictures of me in my Hilliard track outfit. So if anybody got a problem, y'all can pull it up. <laughs> it's, call, the, it's, call the school. Ask for Alexis Gray if I'm in the records. Like I, I don't even got nothing else to say. Like. This is smoke. This is this fraud. Is smoke. The, the bitch got, I got smoke. I, I'm always gonna have that. Smoke. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe in that. Like, if you didn't like wrestling, that's fine. They put, they picked you out of the Arnold Classic. Sis, like, you don't have to, you don't have to do all that. You don't. It ain't, it ain't. There's girls that fucking Alicia Fox got picked out of the fucking catalog. She probably didn't know what the shit WWE is. Like, them bitches that did the diva shirts didn't know what the shit is. They agents just told them it would be cool to do. Like, don't don't be sitting here like you just. No, like you were just in the know, and you this has always been your dream. Like you came here because they said you was about to get paid a lot of money. You was gonna be on TV. You couldn't get famous off cheerleading, and that's what it is. Like I don't. Man. Anybody that got spoken what I gotta Man. say is all Man. backed up by facts. I don't. Okay, Alexis, Alexis, Alexis. We gotta we gotta run through the card. Okay. <laughs> we gotta run through the card. <laughs> the okay. Next, the I next love match. It. The next match is the Mae Young Classic final. By the time this airs, if you haven't watched the the semifinals, uh, you should stop listening right now. It's Io Shirai versus Tony Storm in the Classics. Uh, this should be a really good match. I think it's going to be probably the match of the. It's poss- It could possibly be the match of the show if they get time. I think if you give them fifteen minutes, it could, pro- it could probably still the show. Um, I really think that we're going to get a Tony Storm win here. It, it probably um is it bad that i don't want to see either of them in the finals i kind of like whoa, uh, whoa. <laughs> what i, I kind of liked um god what's her name again 
Um, know. Mako Satamora. Oh, Mako Satamora. Okay. Yeah. I was like, yo, why don't we see her? She's been killing it. And and then you know what? It's in. You know what? I I want to talk about a little bit of a um, May Young Classic last week, just a little bit because it had great matches on it, and it also had the moment with um, uh, what's her name? Tegan Knox. Um, completely, her knee just going completely like haywire. Yeah. So yeah. it's like that's it. Quite honestly, if Ray Ripley wasn't in the next match, I'd be like, what are we doing? Well, they ended up giving Rhea Ripley her due. It should have. She should be in both matches. Quite honestly, because she's really taken over this tournament. Quite honestly, damn. You don't like Tony Rio? I think. Um, you, you know, I'm I'm fine with. I mean, it it is going to be what it is. But I think just Rhea Ripley and like, if I had a Rhea Ripley versus Mako Satomura in the finals, I would be way more excited for that. But you know, but we get Rhea Ripley anyway. But I do think Tony Storm is probably going to win. What do you think, Alexis? I watched not one part of the May Young Classic. Holy shit! Just spitball it, spitball it here. <laughs> who you feeling? Uh, who you feeling? Io Shirai, mm-hmm. Tony Storm. Who you feeling? I don't. I mean, a lot of people have been talking about Tony Storm. So Tony Storm, it is. That, this is a clean that's, sweep. That's what I'm going with. Uh, Rhea Ripley, and here's my thing. I think that this is going to go into the next match. I think Tony Storm will win, and I think she'll immediately challenge Rhea Ripley because she doesn't currently have a challenger for the title. Right. But they're going to defend the title still at... um, The NXT UK Women's Champion, it was, you know, she defeated Tony Storm in the final to become the inaugural champion. And she'll get the rematch there. And she'll get the rematch on the show. Double duty. Listen... We, we we'll see. It's a feel uh, good story. It's a it's a real feel good story. You want to um, know why? You know you want to know why, Mister Ray Ripley? If you why? look, because she cited that the Miz was an inspiration. Oh to God! Her yeah. Growing hey, up, that's that's a fact. Hey, say what you want about the Miz, but he made his own, he he made his motherfucking way. Turn he that said, up. He said on the real world that y'all gonna see me. Y'all gonna see me. I'm about to be a professional wrestler. Y'all gonna fucking see me. Turn and y'all up. motherfuckers see him now. <laughs> Say all I that quit. shit you want. He, I quit. But the Miz has always been that kid. Like, he's since the real world. He's always been that hoorah. Like, he's just always been that type of character. You just knew you was gonna see him sh- on other shit other than the real world. Like, the motherfuckers are still racing and in the wild and, and trying to beat each other up over $100,000. This motherfucking man is in WWE. So... I'll say what you want about the Miz, but he's getting that check. <laughs> Ray Ripley's probably going to retain no matter who she faces because Ray Ripley is the truth. Um, wow. So you, got, become a, you become a big Ray Ripley uh, uh, mark in the past listen, like two weeks. Oh, I mean, come on. I like her, though. She's dope. I like her. I like her. I like her energy. Uh, next match, uh, the rematch for the NXT women's title, Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler. Uh, this is their fourth match, I believe. And this is coming for, obviously for the NXT women's title. I think again, once again, this is going to be another send the fans home happy. I think they're going to get time. I think they might get at least 20, honestly. Uh, and yeah. I think Kyrie, I think Kyrie Sane is probably going to win this one. Nah. You think Shayna's is going to, going to, going to regain oh, the title? Yeah. Shayna and, and, and Ronda champion at the same time. Come on, come on. You couldn't write. Anything less WWE ish? 
That is WWE I, here's my thing. too. I, I think Shayna's on the way out. That's why I'm saying that. I think Shayna will be... I, I really, truly believe Shayna will be one of the people called up in November. I, I, I mean, it, it, that is plausible too because Ronda's by herself. I mean, yeah. she does need yeah. a sidekick if if she's going head-to-head with, head with, with Nikki Bella who's got her sister in her corner. So right. that could work too, but you know. What do you think, Mills? I think probably Kyrie saying it's probably going to retain. It just seems like it. I think you put, I think, and the, and the thing is with Kyrie, I think you automatically have a couple of ways you can go with her. You have obviously uh, Bianca Belair, you have Nikki Cross on NXT, and that could carry her into the January uh, takeover mm-hmm. in Phoenix. So um, there's a lot of ways you can go. And I, and I agree, like, even with Shayna, there is still, like, you, like, Bianca's still undefeated. So there's that match too. And I think that's okay. something that you could go to as well for the next takeover. So, I mean, you can't really lose there. I, I, I really like the NXT women's division um, as of right now with uh, the amount of choices that you yeah, have. Yeah, because it, it was dwindling down for a minute. I was like, mm, yeah, they need and help. I, yeah, I mean, I, I really think, and we, we said this on the show, like Oscar kind of held them in a holding pattern for almost a year. Uh, and even after she left, we had another eight months where it was just kind of like, what's, who's the star here? And now, you know, you want to build Kyrie to be that star. So I, I say, I mean, you keep her there. You, I think you keep her with the title. Um, the next match, last woman standing, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. This is a match. Every time these, these two have a match, everyone gets real nervous <laughs> because they have no clue what's going to happen. I think that the history is going to uh, fare well for this match. I do think Becky Lynch will retain um, and she will go on the Survivor Series with her title. What say you, uh, you, uh, Mills and Alexis? I'm thinking probably Charlotte might win. Oh, no. No. Nah. <laughs> I don't Becky's think Charlotte's winning win. this. I don't think Charlotte's I winning think this. Becky's winning. Yeah, I Becky's really think they, they miss a huge opportunity if they don't just have Becky win the Royal Rumble. Um... I think they, they, that ship has sailed. Oh my god! Yeah. If they was gonna do that, they should have done that this year instead of having. No, Oscar but I think well, listen, but, hotter now than she was last year. She's one of the hottest people. All eyes are on her. All eyes on exactly. Becky. But my thing is, like, she's a heel now. Not. I'm even gonna she's watch. Not a heel. She's not a heel. She's not. Ah. She hasn't. And we've determined that because she hasn't. And she's never insulted the fans. And she just threatened Rhea. She just threatened Rhea on Twitter today. She just threatened Rhea Ripley. Uh, She's just someone who just like, you know, she uh, out here kicking ass. She's scrapping. I I understand that. But she (laughs) did dismiss the fuck out of Edge. And that is something that you do not do (laughs) on thousand if you're trying to get over with the fans. So, no. The, the fans cheered though. The fans loved it. Fans were like, turn because that up. The fucking <laughs> fans love Becky and they love seeing Becky talk shit because Becky was this super nice girl and tea time and da da da. Now she's cutting on that. Now she's on some real nigga shit. So. <laughs> there goes our first one for the new season. <laughs> so. It it is what it is. Like, people love to see the person that the, the, that lovable person just get grimy for a second people would probably like it if becky or if bailey got that way too on sasha because we saw a little glimpse of it for a little bit when her and sasha were going through they digs but Listen, we'll never know this is true this is true wwe can't stay in one spot at, at one time well maybe they just feel like bailey's a chump and <laughs> And Becky probably has a lot more fire than her, but who knows? Yeah, Bailey's definitely a chump. I mean, 
Clearly, her fans are kids. Like, oh you, can't, you can't be a gangster when you, all your homies is is t- under twelve. <laughs> hey, the, the twelve year olds be the most gangster ones, though. Hey, yo, they be on Twitter. Oh man, I was I was flaming, I was flaming Nikki Bella up, and here come all the little twelve seventh graders coming coming in my mentions. I couldn't understand. I was like, nah, fam. I had to mute. I had to mute the conversation because I was like, I ain't got time to argue with no kids. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. We got way too much at stake to argue with some kids. So, <laughs> uh, Mil- Mills thinks Charlotte will win. I I think me and Alexis will be on the right side of history here. I think Becky probably. wins. Absolutely, she goes probably. on. She goes on to Survivor Series with a potential. Uh, you know, to face possibly the winner of this main event. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the main event. Alexis, I pr- I know you have a lot of feelings about this. But I, mm. I want to try and keep it. I want to try and keep it contained to just a prediction. Uh, it's okay. going to be Ronda Rousey and Nikki Bella for the WWE Raw Women's Title. These are probably two of maybe the most divisive people, <laughs> divisive women on this show. Uh, I I think that Ronda Rousey will win this match. Yeah, I'm going with Ronda. I'm also going Ronda. All right, uh, and that is the evolution card. I, I love how how we kept this succinct because we already talked so much about Nikki and Ronda already. Listen, uh, there, I mean, I have no more, nothing else to say. Obviously, the build has been probably the the other than Charlotte and Becky, which has been going since Summer uh, SummerSlam. This has been the second most built match uh, on right. on the show. Um, I I mean. As far as people who they WWE considers popular, that's who they think is popular. And you know, that's you, true. you can you can say whoever you want. Like they look at analytics and stuff like that. They do do that. And right. I I think that I don't know what type of match we're going to get here. That's what I'm concerned about. Ronda is relatively new um, and can't have really long matches. Nikki is a she, she's serviceable to me. I, I I never thought I thought at one point she was pretty bad, but she's not Brie right now. I can't I can't see her going thirty minutes. Oh, no, 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 no. Nikki Bella going 30 minutes. I say 10, 9 to 10 minutes, send the fans home happy, and uh, you end your first pay-per-view with, with Ronda on top. And, and I think that that's, that's the feel-good moment that they want to go for. Right. Um, so, yeah, that, that's Evolution. I think it should be a solid card. I, I'm really looking forward to the Mae Young Classic match. Whatever Rhea Ripley does, I'm pretty sure that's going to be good. And I think Kyrie and Shayna are going to, uh, and, and Becky and Charlotte are going to tear the house down on Sunday, honestly. I think... For this evolution card, they really need a big moment. I really yeah. think they really need like a big I don't care if it happens in the ring. I don't care if it happens outside of the ring. I think they need a really big moment to really cement that this show is something. It can't just really be a by the book show because then it just ends up being something that they probably just could have put on the network and um everyone would have went home happy. It could have been a house. Right. Show. It didn't yeah, it didn't have to be a pay per view. Yeah, yeah, so I, it's kind I of like anyway. It is something big needs to happen, like something huge. Um, Somebody needs a return. I would love a return. I would love, you know, some storyline action. Maybe. I got Melina on the phone right now. Someone, I I don't, Sasha turns on Bailey, something. Come on, just something. Like the the show needs something. It really does. To me, for the first, you know, it's, it's, it's a serviceable card, but. Do I think they probably for the first women's pay per view? But I also think maybe a lot of people weren't interested in coming back. It doesn't seem like. Um, I mean, or they were more in, they want to come back on a bigger scale. Like call me when it's Royal Rumble. Rumble. Yeah, like, y'all did Rumble. all this most for the, the this first Royal Rumble. Y'all can't bring back the same six or seven women y'all brought back. 
this past year for next year. Like y'all gonna have to keep the cycle going. Like Jazz gotta come back, Jacqueline, somebody, somebody that we ain't seen in a long time gotta come back in order for it to work. And or y'all just gonna go back to not having no battle royals? Cause yeah, it's not gonna work. Like y'all didn't have to bring old people back for this. Y'all really didn't. Y'all already brought Tristan. Y'all they didn't. They could have put some NXT girls in there and made it okay. Y'all didn't. They didn't have to do all that. Cause you got NXT girls that ain't got no match. Like if it, you're gonna make this a total all women's pay per view, then you need to be using every single woman that you have on your current roster. Like there is no reason why Aaliyah shouldn't be have her moment at the all women's pay per view. Why she should be jobbing? She should be jobbing. I ain't gonna lie to you. She should be jobbing on that show. Like come on, like. Well, here, here's my thing. What like, if? What if? And this is just this is just fly on the wall here. What if a NXT woman won the Battle Royal? That would be lit. That I wouldn't mind lit. seeing that. I wouldn't mind seeing that for the Royal Rumble. I think I think that Bianca will be in that Battle Royal, and I think she sh- she could she should or she could win that Battle Royal at Evolution. Exactly. But but my thing is, they've already announced who's in the Battle Royal. Is is, is that final? I, I, I thought it was. It might it might be final. It might not be. Who knows by the time it comes to Sunday. I think by the time Sunday, because I think all women will be there. Uh, yeah, for sure. I, so I, I really, really hope so. It's a really big pay-per-view. It would be wild if they didn't use all the resources that they had. WWE is good for not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Very good for not using all their resources. Uh, um, but let's run into... Alexis, did you watch Raw and SmackDown this week or did you watch any other shows? I didn't watch SmackDown because I had <laughs> I got braces. Oh, okay. So I had like the worst braces pain of all <laughs> I feel, time. I had braces when I a couple years ago too. Yeah, it was not. I was not having that. I took a shot of Crown, and I <laughs> oh my took god two Advil, and I went to bed. Like this is all during while SmackDown was on. But I did watch Raw. So. All right, let, let's get into Raw really quick. Uh, a lot of the women's stuff we talked about uh, on the actual evolution part. So let's talk about really, uh, and we talked about the Roman announcement. But let's talk about really how it kind of affected the show really quick. Uh, the, sh- the show had a really hard reset on a lot of different characters on the show. This really felt like a post, uh, after obviously after the Roman thing, it felt like a post-mania. And, and we just had really kind of a post-mania Raw like a month ago yeah. but, uh, where, where everyone kind of reset. But there was another reset on the show. Uh, Elias turned face on the show. Good. I mean, people have been cheering him for a long ass time. <laughs> um, he's a witty guy. He's a you know guy who plays the guitar. He's a witty guy. He's someone who can really, you know, handle himself on the mic in the ring. I don't think he's been given that many opportunities, but I think as a face now, he might. Quite honestly, but it's been it's been a long time coming. People have been wanting to cheer Elias for a long ass time. Uh, you also had uh, Braun Strowman turning back face. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> we knew it was gonna happen. Hey, I mean, I'm I'm with it because the heel thing only really worked against Roman. Well, yeah. you know what? I think it would have worked, but there's no real major going into Crown Jewel. There's but... no reason for him to be heel now. Like yeah. at this, like clearly WWE knows. Like they had to scramble to because Roman was gonna make that announcement. Mm-hmm. That we need to make at least one of the guys that was in the, the title picture 
we can't just have two heels versus each other that don't make no fucking sense. At they least they bring Brock that. back. To, they ain't bringing Brock right. back to reset and him. And but Brock's not even coming back. He don't give a fuck. So <laughs> Brock's like, so where's my like, where's my flight going? Right. <laughs> like, he don't even know. He's like, yo, Brock don't my- even know where Crown Jewel's at. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but yeah we have braun Strowman turn face and he got you know in the mix of things with um ziggler and mcintyre uh he really had a good promo he cut a really good promo too i thought it was a very respectful uh and to roman at least promo uh just as soon as he he supported roman it became like a he was a face immediately yeah Right. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that promo. Then he got kicked in the face. I'm like, Drew, how you land on your back on that on that floor, player? <laughs> that shit look like it hurt, bro. It like it hurt. <laughs> he did that fucking claymore kick and landed hard as shit. I'm like, dog, you almost 300 pounds, yo. You got to chill with that. Um, but the biggest the biggest turn uh, is something that a lot of people didn't expect to happen. But I feel as though you kind of had to do it. You had to break up the shield. It's the same way they did it last year as well. Uh, Dean Ambrose turned heel at the end of the show. A lot of people thought, okay, it'll happen a couple of weeks from now. They can't, they're not going to do it in the same show where Roman leaves. Nope, they did it on the exact same show where Roman left. Uh, he beat the crap out of Seth Rollins for most of the overrun and, and walked out of the building. Um, how did you guys feel about them doing that? I, I feel as though we were waiting for this for a really long time. I didn't think we were going to get the heel turn now, but I'm very glad that they, you know, they had to do it. Their, their hands were forced. They, they had to do this turn. Uh. I feel like it was perfectly timed. Like you couldn't do, like you had. WWE knows how to play to the emotions of the fan base, and I think that at this time it was like the perfect opportunity to. Okay, we tugged at your heartstrings, we made you cry, we made you upset, but now we got to get back to business. And I feel like that's the perfect way to do to turn back into business. We got to make you forget about, well, not forget, but we got to make you keep your mind off. Roman Reigns is not coming back, period. Right. Like The show goes on. The Whether- show must go on, regardless of our top guy is gone or we got his two homies here that we about to figure out what's going on with them. Like, you can't, we can't just sit here and dwell. And, and Vince McMahon has never been that type of man to sit here and dwell on his losses. Mm-hmm. So he knows how to move on. And this yeah. is how you move on. And this you is how said, you keep people entertained. You said uh, tug at your heartstrings. They did it at the beginning of the show. This 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 made a lot of fans cry too. Like this was a really emotional moment, especially with Seth, who was on the verge of tears in the beginning of the night and at the end of the night for two totally different reasons. Right. It, it, it was crazy. I agree. But did, did they win the tag team titles though? I'm, yeah, yeah I'm they won. Confused. They won the, so they won the tag team. So y'all have <laughs> what? So no, well, have well what happened was what happened was Dean threw them at Seth. He threw. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't walk out with the title. So I'm guessing he's saying I'm not going to be your partner. So I'm guessing Seth will probably relinquish those titles next week. Or they can just have the back and forth, like, like basically, uh, Dean Ambrose is just really unhinged and he's not well Mm -hmm. because (laughs) of the emotional stress that Roman's announcement took him to. He wasn't in the right headspace and. I would, they could play, they could play that I would hate that. They could play that too. <laughs> I would I mean, hate that so much. <laughs> they could play that too because they all that that's what they were alluding at before the Roman announcement that Dean Ambrose wasn't really in the right frame of mind and nobody knows where his head at head is at and he's just so unpredictable. That's where they were going. Y'all watched the interview the week before and it was like Dean, Dean, what do you own? 
And he was like, what do you mean? What am I on? Like, Don't call me the lunatic anymore. But I right. think, you know what? I think he left his shield gear ringside. Yeah, he did. Totally stripped himself of that. He stripped himself of the title. I think he stripped himself of the situation. I think this is like a clear, like, we're done here. And I, and I, you know what? I, it, I agree with everything you said in terms of how they did, in terms of just like, they're tugging on your heartstrings at the beginning of the show, and then at the end, they remind you, oh, don't forget, this is a wrestling show, and we got business to handle. Exactly. And this is how we're going to handle it. I thought it was a great moment. Um, I thought it's one of those moments... You, everyone knows it's coming, but to still see it and to still still see it happen and still be like, still feel a way about it is very rare in professional mm-hmm. wrestling, especially when these days when everyone knows when everything's happening. I think by them winning the championship is really, it really just like that's how they kind of like, you know, before they lowered the boom, that's how they kind of brought you in. So right. it's kind of it, it's. I, I I thought it was good, um, but the it, Roman announcement kept you watching the whole yeah. show. Yeah, like a lot of people, I saw a lot of tweets after Roman relinquished or whatever, and were like, "I'm turning this shit off." And da da da. da and then here come the main event, and everybody was like, "Wait, what?" Like, right. yeah, WWE <laughs> yeah. just knows how to be like, "Okay, he said you're turning this shit off. I bet you won't." Right. <laughs> that's that's cat. That's what been said. Uh. SmackDown Live, real. I don't know if I like this this episode this week. It was, felt like after the Roman thing, Raw. <laughs> like, yeah, like after the after Raw, I was like, I don't know if I'm feeling SmackDown at all. Well, it didn't have that many. So I think probably the only notable match was. Gosh, was there any notable match? It might have been AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan versus the Usos because the Usos right. won again. Um, well, duh, if you come on now, fresh off a Roman announcement and yeah. don't have his cousins land, come on now. Well, and it also it also makes sense to their storyline too. Yeah, to have them yeah. keep losing because this time AJ took the pin. Right. Um. I I I'm. It's cool. I don't know how you just give us the fucking match. I, I felt the same way with Shinsuke and, and AJ. Just I don't I don't care about the in between shit. Just yeah, give us the fucking match. Dude, I don't care about the struggle of like who's better than who. Just at, at this point, it's the match that's sort of the draw. Um, yeah. Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. People do want to see it, even though I'm sure one of those guys does not want to go to Crown Jewel. Yeah, um, <laughs> one of those guys will not be a Crown Jewel. <laughs> yeah, so they're gonna play. They're gonna play out this this little whatever back and forth thing they got going on until after crown jewel. Cause I really don't think Dan, Daniel Bryan's going. Can I, if Daniel, if Daniel Bryan don't want to do something, he's not going to do it. <laughs> so, and especially this is his year. year. He just came back. Nah. There's a little bit of breaking news. What's um, up? What happened? Via the Orlando Centennial. Hulk Hogan, Hogan said oh. Oh, that God. he will be, Oh or God! He's excited to go to Crown Jewel. Oh, of course, <laughs> of course, the fuck he is. <laughs> he said they said Hulk Hogan said WWE work is on the way, including a possible appearance at the Crown Jewel pay per view in Saudi Arabia. Give and, a fuck. And he says I'm looking forward to Saudi Arabia with the WWE. Um, um, looking forward to WrestleMania, but yeah, we're moving forward at a rapid pace. It's exciting to have this opportunity again after all these years. I don't know if they really decided that or he's really just doing his Hogan shtick where he talks a lot of, he just talks a lot. He be capping. He's capping. Yeah. <laughs> if he's on that show, I'm not watching that show. Yeah. Nobody should be watching the show anyway, so it doesn't matter. That's it doesn't matter. 100%. Watch it. The WWE app are going to tell you everything that's going to happen anyway, so you don't really have to watch it. Don't watch it. Let's boycott 
the thing is, people wonder why, oh, WWE doesn't take our voice into accountability because they give you some bullshit and y'all eat the same bullshit y'all hollering about. So if y'all, everybody's really upset, don't go tweet about it. Mm-hmm. Actually show them via numbers that y'all not taking a bullshit. You're not watching their blood money pay-per-view. And <laughs> that is what it is. Turn that up. Oh my god. Uh, if you think, if you if you want change, be the fucking change. Just be it. That should be on the shirt too. Alexis, we're giving you ideas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give me so many ideas. Put on these shirts. And uh, says the person because I'm doing an NW a Hollywood shirt. Uh, I couldn't help it. Listen, take a take a high school photo of Alexa Bliss and put a cross through it. Fuck her. <laughs> okay, but we come up, Mills. You brought it back up. You can't oh my miss, god, you can't Listen, that was amazing. Um, uh, the, I think the only the last. I thing thought was, everybody knew this. I thought that was already because I've talked about that a hell of times on Twitter. I I, like, I, I missed talk about it a lot of times. I, I really must have missed that, but I'm glad there that was we, a point where like the little uh the fan the little I don't even know the stands or whatever you want to call them Bliss Hive. Coming at me with like, where's your proof? Uh, duh, duh, duh. And I ain't got no yearbook. Like, my mama was broke. She wasn't playing no no fucking yearbooks. So I ain't got none. <laughs> so if I had one, I'll show you. But uh, I went to North Carolina and my uh, my grandma got a picture of my, like my one of my old track pictures. And I got a Hilliard, Hilliard uh, uniform on. And I, I posted that to Twitter. And a lot of people was like, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> Shut down the stands. Shut down the stands. Uh, what? One more. One more thing on SmackDown. Uh, Aiden English. Job man. Job man. Yeah, that's <laughs> me. <laughs> Beat in one minute by Rusev. I think it's safe to say that the bloom on the rose is over, man. I I, I would be very concerned if I was Aiden right now. This is a negative show. <laughs> give him. Give him a kickoff match. Something. I don't know. This is a negative show. Yeah, this is this wasn't a great SmackDown. Um, <laughs> this wasn't a great SmackDown. I mean, you had Rey Mysterio versus The Miz, which was fun for what it was. Um, the Charlotte Becky Lynch at the Performance Center brawl that was fun, where she just you know she showed up. I don't I don't know I don't know how Charlotte didn't know she was there, um, or why Becky was bringing her belt around. But you know what. Well, because the in in the performance center, you actually have to have like a key card to get in. So I would I don't know why you wouldn't expect that Becky could even just get in or just like I mean, walk what in. What's she doing there? I mean, you know, maybe she lives around there. Maybe she was there that day. Who knows? Why she had the belt? I don't know. But she she must have heard Charlotte was going to be there, and she was like, Nah, nah, <laughs> we, the, we we done with that. I don't know why they're continuing to give her opportunities when I'm the champion. The the perfect setup for that would have been if. Becky was there training or working out or something, and then Charlotte was just, you know, yeah. the speech that was so been, weird. That yeah. would have been a better setup. Of, that would have been like, a way better setup. Or, or Charlotte was there talking to like the NXT girls, doing a little like, I don't know, like a little seminar or whatever. Like that would have been a better set setup for that little run in. If like Charlotte Becky was just like, doing, like stalking her. Talk. No, if like Becky was there training or working out for yeah. their match at Evolution, and uh, Charlotte was there giving a pep talk to like the NXT girls, and then they just ran like, "Bitch, why are you here? Like, I should be giving, <laughs> I should be giving a pep talk to the girls because I'm the, I'm the champion. Like, you ain't got shit, but whatever your daddy did to get you here. Like, th- that's the thing. Like, WWE is not really. They try to p- make people grimy, but they ain't really. Oh, they need to hire you for the grime. (laughs) (laughs) For for damn sure. You're the the grimiest, bro. (laughs) 
for sure. Uh, but that that was the week in wrestling. Um, I I, I want to think. Was there anything else, Mills? I, I don't know if there's anything else that. Happened. I don't think there's anything else. I think this has been an amazing show. This has been amazing, Alexis. Thank you so much. Thank for being you on the so show. much. Thank you. Oh you brought God. a level of you brought a level of real to this show that we have never seen before. <laughs> hey man, I'm real wherever I go. So, where can they follow you so they can also follow the realness? Uh, Young Littlefoot on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. I don't really get on Snapchat no more, but I mean, no one does it. No one does. Yeah, yeah it's bad. I, it's bad. But um, yeah, Young Littlefoot, Y U N G Littlefoot. And then are, are you releasing com. Any, Are you really is that where they can find your your uh your clothing and stuff like that? AlexisLittlefoot.com. Yep, there you go. Uh and and as as always, you can follow us at RNC Radio Live for all of the latest shows. We just had the premiere of RAOP Gaming with uh Ampavelli and Eric on Monday. Excellent shows doing really, really well. Shout out to those boys. Uh, it will be back in uh, two weeks with another episode. I've already got kind of an inkling of what's going to happen. You're going to love that. We also have uh, a new episode of Late Fees that is dropping on Halloween day next week. So uh, be sure, be clear that it's not coming out next Friday. We also had Two Belts. Mills, what's going on on Two Belts? Two Belts is coming out this week. Um, there's been a lot of music releases. Not fully sure what we're going to talk about yet, quite honest with you, because there's so much stuff. I know we're going to talk about the new Cardi single. I know we're going to talk about um, there's supposed to be a new album, I think maybe from Tory Lane. So there's a whole bunch of new stuff. I mean, newest music. We're going to talk about it on Two Bells. Um, and then, oh, we had RSPN this week. Oh, yeah. RSPN. Uh, really good episode, RSPN. This is this is consistently consistently the funniest sports podcast with Mark and Jeff every single week. They talk about the big fight between the Rockets and the Lakers. And you, you have to hear this one to believe it. They really wanted some real spit action on that one. And then on Friday, we also have Perfect Play, hosted by Huey. Always guess, always from the, you know, just he's doing the greatest for the Virginia. He might be doing more for the Virginia area than you did, quite honest with you. Man, man, fuck you, all right? (laughs) (laughs) He might. Like, Alexis came on this show and it just got all the way negative. I I can't invite her on this show anymore. It got all the way negative. Mills don't ever come at me like this, bro. Turn that up. Uh, Don't. I ain't negative. Don't. She's real. Yeah. I just got things that I be saying. Maybe maybe it's time for me to be real too. How about that? Maybe it's time. I ain't win the mega millions. It's time for me to be real. (laughs) Yo, I'm really sorry. Of course. Of course somebody from South Carolina won. Of course. They always win. Come on. It's probably some 90 year old Come on now. And South Carolina is like one of the one of the only states where you can just opt to be anonymous so your name won't have to go out there so they don't have to say who won. That's <laughs> yeah. of course. Like of course. Like we'll never know who it is. It's some MAGA shit, of course. It's oh, probably man. the motherfucker who's sending bombs around to everybody today. Mm. Oh He's man, like, don't let out. don't let the government hear that. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. How do you get that many bombs out? Shit, I'm still waiting on packages from two weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, thank you so much, Alexis, for being on the show this week. Uh, for for anyone else, uh, thank you for listening, thank you for subscribing. Please like, subscribe, everything. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, uh, iTunes, everywhere that you can search for a podcast. We're on there until next week. 
We will be back with the rundown of what happened with Evolution, and we will slightly talk about Crown Jewel, but we'll be back with just the you know the normal stuff that we talk about, pro wrestling and all of its greatness. Uh, until next week, for Meals, I'm Justin. See you guys next, uh, next week. Happy Rusev Day. <laughs>